the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We have so much going on in terms of animal activity here on the Walton Ranch. Mm-hmm. For those not familiar, we have two patrol horses, three dogs. We have three baby peacocks that we recently hatched. We have two regular chickens that we recently hatched. A little silky chicken, which is the cutest little nugget I've ever seen. You should definitely Google silky chickens if you've never seen one before. This little guy, I've seen them as adults. I've never seen them when they're this young. And they have these giant feathers that are growing out of this little guy's feet. He looks like a little, he's like a little platypus. He's so cute. (laughs) And we had eight chickens outside. You and I recently took a little mini vacation and we had... We always have somebody staying at our house and one of them died. And so at first I was thinking, wow, did we accidentally put them outside too soon? Right. We have to wait until they're fully feathered for them to go outside, making sure that the weather isn't going to be too cold during the transition. So that was my first thought. And then the next day she said, something ate one of the heads of your chicken and We're looking it up online, and it seems that the only thing that could be possible that would essentially reach in through the coop and then grab a chicken's head and then pull it off is raccoons, because apparently raccoons really enjoy eating the brains of chickens. And then last night when we were checking things out and trying to like resecure everything, this is a temporary coop because we're building the other bigger coops, we saw that there was another chicken that seemed to be injured. And it looked like the the trauma was underneath the wing. There was some dried blood. So I'm thinking whenever the chicken head event took place, it was the same time that this chicken probably got injured. And so, yeah, we're, we're dealing with a lot right now when it comes to all things animal. And, you know, as we were out there a few weeks back building another one of the chicken coops, there was a humongous snake out there. And... I got to thinking about the concept of snakes for today's episode. And the concept was being stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I was thinking about an article that I had read a long time ago where they were talking about how being stuck between a rock and a hard place is actually amazing for snakes because that's how they shed their skin. And that's how they grow like this beautiful new skin And when we saw this snake recently, I remember telling you, Clint, like, wow, like this snake is so beautiful because it's shiny. It it looks like it just shed its skin. Right. And it was it was actually really beautiful to see. I haven't seen one, I guess, that freshly skinned um, shedding its skin, not skinned. We've skinned snakes. That's a completely different episode. But I, I just remember how it it looked so beautiful and almost like it had oil on it because it was shining and that brought me to where we're at today and talking about this episode of how so many times in our life we use that analogy of like, man, I'm just stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. And if only we would understand how important it is to be in that space and how glorious it is to be sitting in that space of difficulty because you and I and everybody who is listening to this, Clint, 
We have gotten through every single hard day for our entire lives. And inevitably, if we keep pushing through, we're going to continue to get through every single hard day for the rest of our lives. And it's when we experience that rock in a hard place that I believe the true growth and the true transition and that true butterfly effect starts to take place. I've never really thought about it that way. And then that's such a great analogy on, on how we can build ourselves up. And, and, you know, we've all been in those situations, you know, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and, and we always come out better than we were before. If you look at it that way, I think our mindset is huge in, in how we look at anything and everything that we do in life. And if we don't, if we come out of that like, oh, that was shit. I never want to do that again. And 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 what's the next bad thing that's going to happen to me? Then inevitably you're going to start looking for the next negative outcome with it. But if you say, you know what? You know, I made it through it. Yeah, it could have been a shit outcome. It could have been whatever positive. It could have been bad. Like there's so many different ways that you could look at it. But it's did you die? It's, it's that, that famous say, saying is, well, well, did you die? No. And it makes me think of that story that you just shared with me this, this weekend where that lady was bungee jumping or that couple was bungee jumping and the guy said, go. And the female jumps off and she wasn't tethered in or anything like now that's, that's a rock and a hard place. Like there's nothing that you could do to get out of that. Like that is bad. The worst case scenario, you did die in that situation. But at the same time, like how can you spin anything in your own life that doesn't kill you into something positive? How can you keep that, that momentum going forward or learn from it? So you don't get yourself put in that position again. Yeah, and I've also paid witness to a lot of people who are who are so comfortable and snug, like it's a hug inside of that rock in a hard place. And I think that for a lot of people, it takes something catastrophic or massive to happen before this light bulb goes off on the fact that wow, there there's actually a way out of this, right? And you know, Clint, I'm sure there are people coming to mind for you right now. There there certainly are for me to where they're still stuck in between that rock and that hard place. And it reminds me of addiction and how you'll always hear somebody needs to be ready in order to heal and to want to better themselves and their health. And I think the same is to be said of being stuck in the very bottom of that spiral before you're able to start to spin your way out of it. Yeah. And that's such a good point. Like if it's, it is an addiction and, and, no matter what we say about addiction, you people feed off of that. They feed off of that negativity. It's like having a misbehaved dog and they're responding. You're, you're trying to train that dog or you're teaching it all these bad habits and you're going further, further with, with that bad hate behavior and addressing it. But they're looking at it as, well, I'm getting attention where if I'm not doing this, you're not giving me that attention. And that's a that's a great example, because I think it all comes down to knowledge and us being able to experience something different. Right. And I know that for you and I, Clint, we we needed to be able to open ourselves up to experience something different in order to find that that rock in a hard place was actually very uncomfortable. And 
I'm thinking about a lot of times in my life when I have needed like an extra push or I needed to give myself permission in order to explore something outside of that comfort zone. And I'm also thinking about those those people in my life who are still stuck in that wedge. And there also comes a point, I believe, where you grow so far from that rock in a hard place that you learn how to kind of wiggle your way out of it a little bit easier the next time that you get squished, so to speak. And when that happens, those people who are still stuck, I'm, I'm thinking about like climbing up a, a rock wall. Like those people are so badass. It's, have you seen those people? Mm-hmm. You know, they have to put chalk on their bare hands and I don't I have no idea how they even grip some of these crevices sometimes. But I, I feel like it's as though you're looking down and you're seeing somebody who's still just stuck at the very bottom. And that that will happen. And I think that there are waves in our life of the people that are in our life where we realize that, you know, we've grown so much that this individual is actually holding onto our ankle and making it really, really hard for us to get out of this wedge. And once we start to wiggle our way out of them, then we shed that old skin and we become that glistening new version of ourselves. Yeah, it's something we can only control ourselves. And there's so many negative aspects of people in our lives that we do surround ourselves with, whether it's family, friends, acquaintances, you, you name it. It's who's that person that's grabbing onto your ankle as you're trying to pull yourself out of that situation. Yeah. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. I hope that you realize that if you yourself are stuck between a rock and a hard place, all you have to do is wiggle your way through it. And the best way to do that is usually by opening yourself up to new experiences, new learning, new growth, and oftentimes new people. Sometimes that just means having a single outlet and a confidant, somebody that you can unload to. If you have got any value, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.